I'm Jordan. And I'm Donnie. And this is a podcast about the stuff in our New York City apartment. How we find it. Where we put it. And why we're into it. Welcome to Apartment 26. Here we go. Hopefully it doesn't crash. <laughs> Isn't it thrilling to not be talking about the hallway? Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Uh, yeah, it's pretty exciting. Sorry, lost my train of thought. So this is a uh, Donnie Produce episode. We're already doing well. <laughs> but I wanted to do a work from home 2.0. A while ago, we did a work from home, or home office, we called it, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> now, clearly everyone's working from home. There is no work from home 2.0. It's just work from home forever ever ever uh, but we did a home office episode because i had been working from home um for anyone who isn't quite sure what i do i'm also not really sure what i do but in regular life i'm a teaching artist so i spend a lot of time at home writing and working on my own projects and sometimes on like write-ups about the education work i do and I spend the rest of my time on site at different schools and institutions that I work with. So in a normal week, I'd be working from home like three three days um, or like have half days on site, half days home. Um, so we did the home office episode, but now Jordan and I are both working from home, as most people are. And I thought it'd be fun to chat about arrangements made in that regard. <laughs> Well, I also have, well. Oh, yeah. I don't know why I said also. Now I'm confusing myself. Donnie produced episodes are so disorienting. <laughs> I um, literally wrote everything down on a piece of paper right in front of us. <laughs> I have an office job, so I go to the uh, an office like most of the time. The office and office. I like can't deal right now. I don't know what my deal is. Okay. Um, but I do work from home once a week, so... When this started, when my office closed in March, I thought that I was going to be pretty, I was going to know what was up. Mm. And then we were in Arizona for three months, so no one knew what was up. Yeah. And then we came back and my plan was just to kind of do what I do when we're working from home. Usually that one day a week, which is kind of like work on the couch or like work on the secretary that is also Donnie's desk that is also our podcast studio. (laughs) I meant Donnie's dresser. What are words? I wasn't even ready to do this. Okay, we're focusing. We're focusing. I'm also really afraid that my computer is going to destroy this podcast episode. So, like, I have a lot of stuff in my brain. Um, This secretary, which is also Donnie's dresser, which is also a place that I put my computer sometimes, like, when I have a meeting. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Also, we can edit it out, but do you want to stop it? (laughs) Are you good? No, I want to see if this works because I don't want my computer to not be able to record podcast episodes. So if something bad happens, I need to like further figure out what's going on because there are literally no files saved to my computer right now. Mm, fair. So Jordan sometimes works on the secretary. Uh, usually when you work from home, though, in the before times, you were primarily on the couch. Yeah. As I recall. Um There was also a situation where we have one office chair, and it is the trash chair from Bushwick, 
which we've talked about other times on the pod in reference to upcycling it. And it used to be in the living room and you kind of adopted it as your desk chair after you decided that sitting on a medicine ball was not a lifestyle that you wanted to have. Yeah, it was a good lifestyle for a while, but not... It wasn't the right height for your desk. It didn't really make a lot of sense. So you adopted this chair. But then we got to the point where we were both working from home and like we were having to reserve time on the chair. Yeah, as well. It was also, this chair is like not... It's not a good chair yeah. for sitting in. So, like, my work from home, I, I like, sit maybe at, at two-hour intervals when I'm really, like, writing or working on a project. But for the most part, I, I'm, i like, pretty unabashedly a wanderer. Like, I will walk around with a notebook, and, like, my work from home style is, like, really pretty erratic. Which like, is... through the apartment. Just, like, wander <laughs> through the apartment. Yeah, which is probably uh, a podcast worth of content itself like jordan and i's work styles meshing (laughs) together um so i sit on this chair in like pretty short intervals um so it's not a particularly comfortable chair to do like a whole day's worth of office work in yeah i sit eight hours a day and like look at a computer screen and i'm probably slowly dying but that's that's my job and so the sitting on this chair was really not my best life. No, but you did it for a while. I did it for a long time because I don't know what the order of this episode is. I'm just kind of talking because we're not like transitioning well into your thing. But what I'm going to say is that... (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I would like everyone to know that there is a very clear order written down. Jordan is throwing a lot of shade. (laughs) Well, but I don't know how we're going to get there from the talking points we're at because what I'm about to say... Is that I didn't want to... Just because your computer's dying doesn't mean you have to be mean. <laughs> I wasn't trying to be mean, I'm sorry. I didn't want to buy anything for the apartment that we weren't going to want to have after this is over. Mm. Because I am for sure not going back to my office until June. Right. Which is eight months away? Seven months away? Uh, seven plus some change because we're in mid-November. Okay. But... I'm I'm anticipating that at one time this will end and then I won't work here and then I don't want to have to get rid of like bullshit that we bought during the pandemic. Yeah. You know, um, because I don't think that would spark joy for me personally. No. That's why I was sitting in the chair. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, we have this chair and it is a functioning chair, so I should sit in it. Yeah. So eventually, especially because my work style is kind of erratic, um, here's the transition, Jordan. I finally just let Jordan have the chair and decided I was going to try a standing desk. Um, I have some friends who use it, really like it. Um, my friends who use it tend to have actual like actual standing desks. Like uh, mechanized ones that you can move up and down and plug in, or like those things that you put on top of a regular desk that elevate your computer? Uh, both. Okay. I know I know one person who uses the elevated, or used it. They switched it out. I think they switched out their elevated for mechanized. And... Because I've had a standing desk, and it was the mechanized one where it was the same desk, and it just like went up and down to your heart's content. Yeah. I don't currently. It's not my situation. Um, so I went to to make one out of the... It's like a bookshelf, right? The small 
bookshelf. What would you call that? Yeah, it's the bookshelf that we made out of a piano bench that was still in your office, and yeah. you were keeping books on it. Yeah, so the bottom rung has books. The top rung also had, no, it didn't have books. It had, like, um... It had that little vase. Yeah. So we moved some stuff around and put just a stack of our, like, coffee table books on the top of that piano bench layer, and then my computer on top of that to build a standing desk which is still what I'm using now. Yeah, I think to call it a standing desk is generous, and it's more of just a pile of wow. things that wow. elevates your computer <laughs> <laughs> so that you can stand and work on it. And so my standing desk <laughs> has been pretty good for me, I would say. I still sometimes sit at my desk. Um, I, I think the hard part about the standing desk for me is that it's hard for me to do focus work because, like I said, I would sit at my desk to do like serious writing or serious like editing whatever needed my full attention i like to kind of sit and like encapsulate myself like the desk is turned towards the wall and like in my periphery there's kind of purposely stuff like there's the bookshelf and my filing cabinet and it's just kind of like the sensory space i like to create for myself to work and the standing desk is more difficult for me because like i have the kitchen in front of me and there's a lot more going on including my own standing but for like doing all the bullshit that I need to do, like sending emails and well, I also teach classes standing up, which isn't bullshit, but the virtual classes that I, I teach, I do standing because when I would teach in person, I would be standing. So that's been kind of nice. Um, a few presentations I, I've given, I do standing, um, which once again, is just kind of natural. Like that's how you do it when you would do it in the before times. So it's been nice for me. And then that freed up the chair for Jordan but eventually couldn't hang. Yeah, I've never really thought about office chairs, to be honest with you, because in every place I've ever worked, you just go there and they have a chair for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, I mean, I've never picked an office chair. I've never, I understand what ergonomics are, but I've never really thought like, wow, I work at a place that's like investing in ergonomics, you know, like I don't work for Google. <laughs> um I've n I'm not a gamer, so I've never purchased a gaming chair or anything like that. And so I didn't really understand how necessary an office chair is for when you work in an office because the trash chair was destroying my body. Like, I could feel my spine compressing upon itself as I sat in it. It was hurting my tailbone. I'm 98% sure it ripped some holes in my pants. <laughs> So it was just not going super well, but I was still in the back of my mind, like looking at Apps Deco and looking online and kind of being like, I don't want to spend $200, $300 on an office chair in the aftertimes. It's going to have nowhere to go in this apartment. Yeah. Because, I mean, really, it doesn't have anywhere to go right now. I don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> so... That was kind of a non-starter for me, and it wasn't until about, like, literally two weeks ago when it occurred to me that my office is currently an empty room full of chairs that no one sits in. Which is, like, quite the image, really, when you sit and, like, picture it. Yeah. And so it also occurred to me, something else that I had been thinking is that I have a laptop that I'm working off of, but at work I have a 36-inch monitor. 
And that's really helpful to my work. And working on the laptop had also really started to get to me. Like, yeah. your neck is down. Really helpful for your work slash posture slash eyesight slash mental health. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, I was always looking down. The screen, screen is really small, so I can't have multiple windows open. It was starting to really get to me in a way that I didn't anticipate like working from home one day a week is such a different experience than working from home all the time. Yeah. Um, so when it was like suboptimal to work on a laptop one day a week, that was one thing. But when it's suboptimal to work on the laptop for eight months, it's another <laughs> thing. And so in my brain, I was like, maybe I'll go to work and get my computer. But then I was like, where am I going to put it? I can't put it on Donnie's dresser. That's not like a long-term <laughs> life choice. Because if Donnie comes over to get a pair of pants and like knocks my... 36 inch monitor on the ground that's not going to be a good situation yeah also i don't know if this dresser like the actual mainframe would but currently uh like you would use partially the pullout yeah the secretary would not hold the weight of the monitor by any means yeah no it's already like leaning a little bit just with like yeah so that was kind of like an issue that i was having and a mental block that i had of i can't go get my computer because i have nowhere to put it and then it was like, I don't want to buy an office chair because I don't want to have an office chair. And then somehow in my mind, like all of these things just finally gelled together. It's taken me like eight months to really like <laughs> figure out what life in quarantine is. I yeah. Guess. I mean, that's pretty fair. <laughs> it's like a shock. I mean, it's a shocking thing. Yeah. So I finally decided, like I started measuring around and there is a spot on the wall of our bedroom where the gallery wall is that like everything is hung high enough that a desk could go under it. Mm -hmm. And there was enough space. The things we have on this wall, now that we have the olive tree, are our hamper and the basket for the throw pillows. Mm -hmm. And there was enough space over there basically to put like a small desk. Um, so I started looking around for one and kind of saying like, I feel like it's easier to get rid of a desk than it is like an office chair. Like it's less niche. I guess, like if we wanted to resell it. Yeah, like someone would buy this shit and offer up for any like number of purposes, I'd say. Yeah, and also it's easier to repurpose. So yeah. I don't need a desk in the aftertimes, but we can always like sort of use a table. Yeah, or like a lunar surface set. Piece, yeah. You know, anything. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag um, space cat time. <laughs> Is that a hashtag yet? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> um... <laughs> Cross promotion. Yeah. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. <laughs> the, so. other, the other thing I thought of was that space is the exact same size as the space of the office cabinet that we have. And so there were sort of two places it could go. I could either work in the bedroom or I could work in the living room and we could move the office cabinet into the bedroom. Yeah. So once I came up with that idea, I sort I started looking for things. Um, and I started on App Deco because I really wanted it to be brought to me. Yeah, fair. <laughs> but their prices were pretty inflated. I think that there is like a run on home office materials. Um, and I was going to say it's a little late, but obviously I was shopping for home office materials eight months into this thing. So maybe a lot of other people are having this awakening. Yeah. Or like, I mean, I know, I mean, all over the country, there's the second wave going on. So maybe, though, it really set in as, like, numbers started to rise. I mean, your office closed in June pretty early, or, like, announced they were closing until June, rather, pretty early. But I don't know if everyone's office was the same. Mm -mm. So I imagine there probably was, at some point, 
either this like delayed response or this resignation to it <laughs> of just like, oh, I should probably get my office shit. Yeah. So I didn't find anything there. Or like I found a few things and it just wasn't what I wanted or it wasn't what I wanted to spend. And I was pretty stressed out about it. And then I remember that Facebook Marketplace exists. Which is hard for me because I never use Facebook and I had to like reinstall Messenger on my phone in order <laughs> to like he see if people had responded to my requests. Um, but prices were really good on Facebook Marketplace and I found two desks that were the right size and the right price. I wasn't going to pay more than 50 bucks for anything on Facebook Marketplace. I found one that was on the Upper West Side, which would be really convenient. And... After I messaged her, she, like, didn't message me back, but she marked the sale as pending. Mm -hmm. So I think, like, someone wanted to buy it, but hadn't picked it up yet. Question mark. Yeah, I didn't really know what was going on with that. But then I found another one that was in New Jersey um, that was listed for 50 And they said they'd take 25 for it. Which was great, because that's a great price. And they were going to take Venmo, which was also great. because yeah, be convenient. It wasn't, like, time to be exchanging cash with anyone. Yeah. But the thing for me about New Jersey is that I assume all of New Jersey is, like, right over the GW Bridge. And we live, like, decently close to the GW Bridge. Mm -hmm. And it turns out that New Jersey is really big Very and big. long. Whole and state. Like, yeah. <laughs> a whole ass state. Yeah. <laughs> It was in my search radius. My search radius was 10 miles, and this was exactly 10 miles away. Just walk that shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that quarantine, for me specifically, you less so, but it has really emboldened my use of Lyft. Yeah, fair. I don't know if we've talked about this on, on the pod, but I have not been taking the subway. When I need to go places, I've been taking lifts. Whether that's, like, the scientific thing to do or not, I don't know. But mm -hmm. it has been what's, like, felt safest. Also, there's no subway to New Jersey. So. That is true. Yeah, couldn't do that even if you wanted to. You could take Jersey Transit buses, but, uh... Well, so actually, this place was really close to the New Jersey Transit train. Ah. I found out. Hmm. From the lift. From the lift. I don't fuck with New Jersey Transit. That's fair. Um... I've had pretty good experiences coming back from hikes and stuff, but now that you can go there, carry on. <laughs> so I took a lift there. I got it. It was fairly like a non-incident situation, though it takes a long time to wait for lifts in New Jersey because there aren't as many there as there are in the city. Mm -hmm. However, what was a $25 desk was not a $25 desk once I went and got it from New Jersey in a lift. So <laughs> that happened, but... I think that was, like, pretty good overall. Yeah. I mean, I think for the peace of mind, so to speak, and the ease of work for the next months, yeah. like, it'll pay off. And then I went down to my office in another lift and got my office chair and my computer, and now I have, like, a fully functioning office setup, which we set up, I set up, you were kind of there. Yeah, I helped carry stuff. Um, in the bedroom, mm -hmm. so that we wouldn't be working back to back if we were both on calls at the same time. Yeah, it just kind of made more sense. And then it creates two kind of separate spaces. Yeah. Which is nice. Um, yeah, and I think it's been going, I mean, pretty well. It's not my office space, so I don't know, but it seems like a much better 
arrangement for you. Yeah, I feel much more alive now than I did when I was like hunched over in the trash chair at the secretary <laughs> on a laptop. Uh, it was definitely the right move. I don't think if this were our regular life, this would be the setup I went with overall because it does kind of mean that I spend my whole life in this one room. Mm. Um, That's true. I didn't think of it like that. (laughs) Yeah. I like wake up and I go to that desk and then I like go to sleep. (laughs) In this little black box. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, given the situation that we're in, it's much better than what we were working with. Yeah, that's fair. Then adding a little bit of brightness to this black box. Oh, yeah. So I was... A cool thing that has happened in quarantine, among the many bad things, is that a lot of conferences have gone online and in many cases have reduced the cost of attending. Yeah. So Adobe Max was free this year, which is kind of relevant to both of us. Yeah. Um, Relevant to me because that is the software that I use for work. Relevant to me because that is a software that I'm panic learning how to use to have work. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was watching someone give a talk about InDesign. And something that I noticed about uh, people who speak at conferences, at least videos that they shoot of themselves at conferences, which I don't know, that's kind of my only experience of it. I've never att- attended Adobe Max. Hmm. Um, is like they want to put some sort of like branding behind themselves, obviously. But the woman who was teaching this InDesign workshop, had, she was like in her office and there was a big bookshelf behind her. Mm-hmm. And I think there were like a couple of books that she had designed and some art. And it was really nicely styled. And one of the things that she had put on her bookshelf is like a styling thing was this... Um, throw pillow that was the InDesign logo. <laughs> and this is like nerd shit. This is like irrelevant to the people listening to this podcast probably. Well, but I don't know that's entirely I bet a good handful of people know what InDesign is who are listening. Um we'll put up a Instagram poll. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll just put a picture of the pillow and be like, do you know what this is? <laughs> and I thought to myself that probably I can find this pillow on the internet just because I think it's funny. Yeah. And I found it on Redbubble. I'm sure it's a bunch of other places, but that's where I found it. And I sent it to my boss and I was like, I'm watching a tutorial given by a woman who has this. Um, And then three days later, I had one. (laughs) (laughs) So I have that now. Um... I will probably take it back to my office when that happens because I actually have like an assortment of nerd jokes at my office. I feel like that's pretty standard um, office office decor. Yeah. Um, But right now it's sitting on my desk chair. It's pretty cute. It is really cute. Yeah. It's like I did not go to that tutorial, but I remember Joan told me about the pillow and I was like, oh, that's funny. And then the pillow arrived and I was like, oh, this is like. A good thing. (laughs) (laughs) And at the time, actually, I was sitting on the trash chair. And so I was like, wow, I'm really going to need this for my back, actually. (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah, so it's pretty cute. Um, I haven't, like, used it for anything other than just to have it around. I don't know that it really has a use beyond that. But if I'll link it in the show notes if you know other nerds. I would imagine it. they have 
all of them. Like you can probably get a Photoshop or a Premiere oh, yeah. one. Absolutely. If you have an Illustrator pillow, you engage in dark magic, and I like, <laughs> cannot speak to you. But um... <laughs> uh, and then another thing, I've been using it more. Um, like I joked about having to learn all the Adobe stuff. I really have been. I've been having to do a lot more video work. But recently, actually for a conference, as part of like a cute conference background setup with our bookshelf, I used a, uh, a tripod. I've had this tripod for a while um, from doing a few different like video things I was doing early on in the before times. Um, but now I use it all the fucking time. Enjoy using it too. It's just like a, a shout out to, to create nice setups for yourself when you're FaceTiming folks and doing shit like that. The funny thing for tripods about me is that they remind me of my dad trying to take family photos with the timer function on his phone. <laughs> and so if you had asked me, like, will you in your life ever own a tripod? My answer would be absolutely not. Um, and I don't own a tripod for clarity. This is Donnie's tripod. <laughs> but um, Angie, you use it for work a lot, but my work doesn't necessarily require that. Like when I video chat, I'm doing it through my computer. Yeah. But what I have found in the new ways that we communicate with people, I didn't FaceTime before quarantine either. I didn't really understand why you would want to do that. I'm a texter like through and through. <laughs> Hardcore 2003 vibes. Yeah. Um, Millennial AF. Yeah. But now that I FaceTime a lot, it has been really nice to be like hands-free with the tripod while wow, I felt gross ideating that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, say it. Just lean into it. Hands free with the tripod. It's out there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that I can be like doing something else while FaceTiming and actually have the phone situated at my face rather than like trying to prop it up on something and it's like kind of looking at your shoulder or something. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Just get yourself a tripod. We'll link Donnie's in the show notes as well. Yeah, I think I got it off Amazon. Just, I think honestly, it's like the first. Your second click. Um, my friend Chris, who's a digital media specialist at a school I work with, recommended like three different ones for me, and I just picked one of them based on really price point. I think I think it was like 15, 18 bucks, something like that. Um, and it, I mean, it's lasted me a while. It has a little remote on it too, right? I've never used. I never used it either. I started using it. Yeah, it's like a. It's you can Bluetooth it. So it's supposed you... to fix the issue my dad has, yeah, right? So that <laughs> way you don't have to fuck with the timer. Um, and I started using it a little bit, but it, it was just, like, easier for me to just start filming and then edit mm-hmm. that first half of the film. I found then, like, fucking with the Bluetooth stuff, especially with our Wi-Fi, which is a whole other conversation. <laughs> <laughs> and part of why I have to chat via my phone <laughs> more frequently than I might like. Um, but yeah. Thought it'd be cool to share home office updates. I think that's really about it. I'm trying to source, like, uh, probably off OfferUp or Facebook Marketplace, trying to get out of the waste stream rather than, like, get some new plastic shit. Just, like, a basic whiteboard wall calendar. I have, I've been using just, like, paper wall calendars. Uh, and it's really how I like to, to organize myself and organize my life in my office space. I find it really i don't know i don't want to say soothing but it just makes sense to me like i don't really want another app on my phone yeah. um 
I can never digitally schedule myself. It's so confusing to me. Yeah, I, I personally find phone calendars like to be the worst. And I'll have, the only time I use them is in the before times if I'm on the go and don't have a calendar. Like if there are meetings I have during a conference or things I need to remember while I'm out and about, then I'll set them. Um, or even if, I'm, if I know I'm going to be out and about around the city but need to like hit a deadline, I'll add it to my phone calendar. Otherwise, I like having just like something tangible. But rather than just buying a bunch of paper and sometimes like paper covered in plastic so you can't even recycle it i'm just gonna try to find like a nice preferably not like like kitschy mom blog whiteboard that i can source and like put up i've been finding a lot of uh like whiteboards with the days of the week like written in script and i just like don't want that (laughs) (laughs) like i want like some serif font very easy to read gridded out (laughs) calendar (laughs) Um, preferably with space for notes. So that'll be like the next big home office thing I think I get, and really probably the last thing need to get. I would say also in the interest of uh, truth-telling and full disclosure, it's really fucking hard. Yeah. (laughs) That's fair. It is pretty hard. Working from home in general, I think, and like we're both pretty self-motivated people, so it's not the we can't get work done, but it's just such a, like, mind fuck. (laughs) (laughs) And also the fact that we're, like, both um, people of habit and, like, people who like solitude. (laughs) Working from home together is wild. (laughs) Yeah, it's a chip, for sure. Uh, Because when I work, like, in my office, you know, I'm eight hours a day just doing the thing I'm trying to do and talking to people about those things Mm -hmm. and to have to make the mental shift between that and then like going out of this room into like (laughs) our life and like talking to you about life stuff is so weird yeah it makes it hard to delineate for sure um like sometimes I want to be this time isn't for this and then it's like wait no like that's not real anymore though yeah yeah, yeah, I'd say that's that's pretty really true. That like, I don't know, fluidity, for lack of a better word, is it's hard at times. It's something I think I was getting kind of used to it. Uh, um, my like kind of freelance schedule, and I am still kind of used to it. I suppose I don't mind like mixing in personal stuff. I kind of use it like a break. Uh, but I imagine like having. And liking and being used to having like a set hour in mind is especially difficult. What if this were our transition to telling people that the podcast was ending because we'd broken up? <laughs> That'd be pretty heavy. That would be really wild. That's not true. We didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of felt like we were getting there. Um, <laughs> so that's our whole office. <laughs> Daddy hates me so much. <laughs> I had a really nice episode planned. <laughs> you gotta put it in the Evernote. The um, only way I know how to make podcasts is through the Evernote. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's a wrap. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of Apartment 26. For more info on the stuff we talk about on this episode, check out the show notes linked below. And follow us on Instagram at apt26podcast. See you next time.